Hey guys, it's Liz. And this is Bree, and welcome to Brash Bookish Bitches, where we discuss the bookish community and its latest controversies. We'll cover all the hot book drops that are coming out this year, from your favorite indie authors, as well as review other traditional authors. We'll learn all the bookish lingo with you, and investigate the questions everyone's dying to know. How the hell do you write a book? We don't know. <laughs> so welcome to a sanctuary for brash bookish bitches. God. Uh just got off a 12-hour shift. So that was fun. Literally got off uh like an hour ago. <laughs> you I know. I've I think we felt we like recorded I can't even remember which episode, either eight or seven when I was right off a night shift. And I think I don't even remember what I said in the episode. So <laughs> I, after we record these, I immediately forget what I said until I listen to the episode <laughs> because I'm a narcissist and I want to know what you kept and what you got rid of. I don't get rid of much. I basically no. get rid of nonsense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which isn't, it's maybe, I also keep a lot of nonsense. So, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, overall, the shift, it's definitely, it definitely wasn't the worst I've worked, but. We yeah. had a resident who was on their light like every 20 Ugh. minutes. And it tested my patience a wee bit. Yeah, the light happy patients. I feel you on that. Yeah. Like, it's like you get call light. What do they call it? Fatigue. Like, <laughs> yeah. every time you hear a call light, you're like, ah. <laughs> so our this facility is the first one that I've had this experience, but like their call lights only make a noise on the like there's a board at the nurse's station that shows what call light is going off to what room. And that's the only thing that makes a noise. Every other facility I've worked at, like you will hear the noise of the call light going off throughout the whole yep. unit. Yeah. Um, and so I used to like have dreams of hearing a call light and not being able to find it. Yeah. And I would wake up with the call light sound still in my brain. Yeah. I have had a couple like needy patients and I had them multiple nights in a row, which is always fun. So I feel you. On occasion, I would hear a call light and it would be like one of my coworkers' lights. And I would be like, I just like, oh God, <laughs> like, is that me again? I was just yeah. in there. God damn it. Uh, luckily, like, we have an app on our phones that'll tell us what call light is going off, too. Oh, that's nice. And they recently started putting a second person up on the unit, and it's someone I'm friends with. Um, oh, nice. I don't think he'll ever listen to this podcast, but hi, Garrett, if he does. Um, <laughs> and uh, I really like working with him, and we work well together, so yeah. we can, like, tag team the residents that just want to be awake all night. <laughs> Yep. So it'll be like, yeah. I'll get this person if you get them next time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, our system, it like, 
It's funky how it works. Yeah, I feel like they're all, like, just bad, generally. Yeah, like, we have little, we call them voceras, and they're little, like, walkie-talkies that hang on your shirt, and that's how we Oh, yeah, we have a walkie-talkie, too. We get, yeah. like, physical walkie-talkies. Yeah, and, like, when the call light goes off, it, like, goes to, it goes to our aides first, and then it'll go to me, like, if they escalate mm-hmm. it to me. Um, but, Yeah. The time it goes straight to the nurse because the aides just kind of like do what they want. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I mean, I was an aide on the floor. So, <laughs> everyone, listen, everyone who's ever worked a day in healthcare knows there's like the state way and then the aide slash nurse way. Okay. Totally. And there's only one right way. Yeah. What else is going on with you lately, Liz? Oh, fuck. Um, my allergies, fucking terrible. We have these trees in Alaska called birchwoods, which I'm sure like a lot of people have, but they make like puffs of fucking pollen that just like catch up in each other and they're killing me slowly. And no. I'm so worried every time I go in because twice a week we have to get a rapid COVID test at my job. And mm. every time I go in, I'm like, I'm hacking up a lung and they're going to think I have COVID or they're going to send me home because I'm symptomatic or something. And yeah. I have to be like, no, this is just my allergies. My immune system is a baby. Yeah. I know. That's so rough. I don't really have allergies like that. And I'm very thankful. Oh, you should be people- <laughs> The people in my life who do, it's just miserable. Yeah. And then, like, I don't even have only, like, spring or summer allergies. I also get super congested in the winter. So I feel like I never really breathe fully. Yeah. Other than that, um, I did a little bit of writing. Uh, Actually, on the shift, I I just wanted to write something else. So I just started writing something. So if I have a doc, a Google Doc shared with anyone that's called Vibe Check, um... (laughs) If you go and check that doc again, it might be 700 words of something completely different. What do you what were you writing about? Something like a totally new story? Oh no, it's totally another like high fantasy. Yeah, but a story. different than... different storyline, yeah, but it's Wap. still in the genre in which I enjoy and that is high fantasy romance. <laughs> fun, fun. I like that. I don't know, sometimes I think it's good to like stay focused on your like one project but then I'm also like obviously you know I have two kind of going and it can be good for a little creative break like to go to something else or or you might find that like something you really want to include in your story doesn't really quite fit but it fits really well with your other one or you know something like that yeah and I've just been feeling really lost with my other mm-hmm. work in progress like uh-huh. I am kind of mentally destroying myself over it and like mm-hmm. right before I walked into my 12 hour shift I was like what if I just restructure the entire <laughs> entire middle of the book <laughs> um and then I I've been there <laughs> yep god I've been you, there Lee? I know you've been birthing a lot of ba- or not birthing but like assisting <laughs> babies um and it's the dark circles under my eyes i'm like looking at the video also part of that is mascara that i just like didn't wash off but oh (laughs) i'm like i never i never 
And they're like swollen, you know. Love that. But you still okay. look beautiful. I look like <laughs> we're gonna ignore um, this. <laughs> I look like I've been through a trauma because I just have like a knit blanket wrapped around my shoulders. It's my and daughter's blanket. You look so cute. Also, that my you my mom made morning. it for my daughter. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. I love it. <laughs> um, I'm good. I just came off of six shifts in a row, which probably explains yeah. some of this situation too. But um, you are absolutely insane. <laughs> I don't know how you do six twelve hour shifts <laughs> and survive because I would be like crying by day four. I can't say I enjoyed it completely. Um. Maybe I'll do it again. I have heard from people that you ha- you need like a little bit of adjustment, and but I do think I just like my two on one off four on better for a lot of reasons. But um, had to do it. I switched shifts with a friend of mine who was going out of town, so I was being nice. Um, but my last night, I ended up sitting, which I don't know if you're familiar with, like one to one sitting in the hospital setting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm familiar with it in a nursing facility setting. Yeah. Which is probably a similar concept. Yeah, probably the same thing. Yeah. Like, different things. Like, mine was with a suicide ideation slash violent restraint dude. So that was fun. <laughs> at least for I, the first part I, of the night. When I volunteered at the hospital, like, oftentimes the uh, police would have to stop by the hospital to oh, get yeah. whoever they arrested checked out and i volunteered there but i would always like make a point to go in there because i'd be like i want to see yeah yeah and he and was you know like, what 90 of the time like they were fairly nice but i'm happy i'm done with my six shifts i have a week off um in two days i'll have four days off oh that's so nice and then i actually have to go back to the hospital today which i really don't fucking want to do that but I have a training oh, that I have to do. Yeah, We have, like, uh, neonatal resuscitation, like, simulations that we have to do all the time. Which you better are clock good. in for that. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, I clock in for that. Um, which should put me at overtime, which is always fun. Uh, but nice. It's not very long, but it's just something I have to do. And just the last thing I want to do right now is go back into the hospital. So, <laughs> Understandable. But it's all good. I'll get it over with. But you yeah. can do it. I believe in you. I also have been writing quite a bit lately, which is nice. Um, You're sending out week. To, to alpha readers, aren't you? Yeah, which randomly, like, I don't know what makes me decide that all of a sudden I need <laughs> a second opinion on things. But <laughs> I think you just feel it. It's a feeling. Yeah. So I got like that's just a feeling a sil- I feel constantly. Yeah, absolutely. I just want it. So I have like twenty eight chapters, like completely, completely done. Like all the things I needed to fill in, finished, and finished through a chunk of chapters that were just taking me like a long time to get through. Like months, I've been working on these, like trying to figure out plot stuff and. It's like the middle of the book, so it's that hard kind of point, you know? That's where, but, yeah, the middle is hard, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, actually, like some important uh, foreshadowing kind of stuff. So, like, characters that are going to be coming back in book two quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. 
I needed to figure out how to do that in a way that worked well. And I'm sure I'll tweak it still, like as I finish the book and write book two a little bit before I put this one out. But um, like I'm thinking about writing most of book two before I actually put book one out. I've heard a lot of people have been doing. Yeah. Just because it'll like, I don't know. It just will work better, I think, if they come out closer together. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think it makes sense. Yeah. I uh, Something I realize about myself more and more as I write is that I'm terrible at Easter egging things. Yeah. Or like putting in something that a reader would be like, oh, my God, she mentioned this back in like chapter seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's all tying back now. So I'm trying to uh, do that, but I feel like it's not yeah. really all that subtle. <laughs> it's really hard. I have a lot of that that I'm trying to do. And I also have found, too, like as I write chapters later in the book, it's easier to go back and kind of tweak those Easter eggs. Like if I just put something in like that, I know I want one there or like a random sentence, I can go back and change it and like fix it, which is nice. But um also a reason I would want to write book two a little bit too so that I can tweak a few things in book one if I end up kind of changing a few things in book two if that makes sense yeah (laughs) so because they're set they're gonna be part of them are set in like similar timelines you know so they're different characters at a similar timeline but I want to have at least two books but I would love to have a trilogy because I think there's just some so sexy about trilogy yeah i'm for sure a trilogy perhaps four i think i cut my fifth one i like condensed things down and combined some things into like certain books so like i'm to at least three and a potential fourth if i don't fit everything in in the first three so even do like a little novella Mm -hmm, little novella a little frost and starlight I liked that a lot, actually. I liked Frost. Yeah, I feel like that book wasn't as liked as the others, but yeah. I, I mean, I don't remember much of it because yeah. I'm rereading the series right now. Um, but I like yeah. remember enjoying that book. I really enjoyed it. I thought you got a lot of stuff about side characters that you don't really get in the other books, like, and you also got yeah. like some new perspectives from like Cassian and such. So. I really I think people it. just didn't like it as much because it was a novella and not mm-hmm. like her chonky boys. Well, and I think I've heard the critique of like not much action going on in that book. And there isn't. But that's like the point of it. It's like them prepping for like a celebration. So like, yeah, I don't know. I like love little books where it's just like the inner circle being the inner circle on like a day to day. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. And like the conversations that you got between more and Feyre were great like the conversations you got you got a little more input into Elaine and like what Elaine's day-to-day life was looking like now and like she she actually has some like really awesome things she like tells Feyre and says in that book like very wise little like things about Nesta and like their kind of relationship and yeah you get the first look at Nesta being a huge gigantic bitch so it's awesome (laughs) yeah and I think like that's part of the reason <laughs> i think <laughs> i'm trying to be all introspective about my woman and then you say shit like nesta's a huge bitch and it makes me cackle because you're 100 i love right. nesta yeah. yeah so like i think elaine is just um 
smart in the way that she's very observant of other mm-hmm. people. And I think that really helps with um, her seer ability because she's kind of always looking in. Yep. And I think she feels things very deeply. Yeah. Um, just in a different way than Nesta and Fama yeah. do. And that's mm-hmm. okay. She's a soft girl she's can a, be strong too. Yeah. And I don't know if perhaps I am being like influenced by you a little bit, but like <laughs> Um I don't know where you I, got that idea. <laughs> I I never really hated her. Like even before like I met you and we started talking about it. Like I'd only read like the first book, I think, at that point. Maybe part of the second book. I never yeah, I think really hated her. Like both of the sisters by that point for me, I was just kind of like, well, eh. <laughs> eh. you know, like everybody because of the whole scenario. But I don't know. She's not she's not. I feel like people jump on that train a little bit of like, also, you're making videos about it. So you want to like liven it up a little bit. But like the hate on her, I think a little extra for the yeah hype of it all. No offense. If, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just saying. No. No, but like when you want to, I feel like any opinion in a community that is grown on the internet, like any opinion is a strong opinion. Yep. Um, yeah, very true. But yeah, and that's just like part of hosting or like being part yeah. to an online community. Yeah. And I'll jump on those trains just like everybody else, so. Oh, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Elaine was totally useless in the first book. And she was, like, not a great sister. I'm not, I'm not ignoring that. (laughs) Guess what? Lucian was also a huge bystander and a victim blamer. And everyone loves him. So, you know Mm -hmm. what? They all have their faults. This episode is a Q&A brought to you by Liz and Brie. We're going to answer the questions that you guys asked us on Instagram. Um, before we do that, though, we would like to shout out our dear friend, Ray, who did not ask a question, but she did say that uh, we are both delightful and she adores listening to us. And I have to say, Ray, we adore you and we like listening to you. <laughs> so true. You can follow Ray on Instagram at r.m.derrick, D-E-R-R-I-C-K. She has wonderful merch. She writes lovely things. She takes beautiful photos of books. 10 out of 10 would recommend that Den Mama. I'm a very happy Den baby. And if you want to know what that's about, you're going to have to follow her account. Okay? Okay. Let's get (laughs) to the first question. Let's get to it. Okay. Go for it, Liz. You want to ask the first one? Yes. Okay. Um, reading tales and hiking trails. Car asks, what is your perfect reading environment? Snacks, location, weather, all of it. Well. So I typically read wherever and whenever I can. <laughs> Did she say read or writing Same. or both? Read. Read. What is your perfect reading um, environment? Comfortable. Probably laying down on the couch. I read a lot at night. So in bed, in the dark. Does that count? A hundred percent. Yeah. 
I read a lot when I'm doing when we're like so I live in Montana and there's lots of rivers and my boyfriend Montana. is a huge fly fisherman Montana um so we spend a lot of time on the river so I read a lot on the river as well so there's Ooh, that that sounds how about you Liz um okay so I will also read anywhere um I prefer to be nicely snuggled up or at least out in the sun so I can be warm because yep. uh, I like to be cozy when I'm reading. For like snacks, something I can eat one-handed like M&M's or some shit that is not going to disturb the process. Perfect. If I have to set yep. the book down, I'm going to be irritated because that means I have to, it, it takes longer to flip the page. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. And location probably in bed or like on the couch or mm -hmm. sprawled on the floor with my feet on the couch like i will yeah. change into so many positions when i'm reading just so i don't have to support my arms to hold up the book like <laughs> it's the little things <laughs> yeah yeah and i yeah. i like having a drink with me i like having my coffee in the morning while i read. say probably like a diet pepsi is most nice. often next to me while i'm reading <laughs> or writing one of the two i'm drinking a pepsi right now Ooh, I'm drinking a ginger ale very randomly. <laughs> a Canada Dry. <laughs> All right. Canada so, Dry. Yeah. Canada Dry. All right. Next question. <laughs> How? So, Book Lore and Tea Leaves asked, what do you look for slash want from your alpha and beta readers? Which is ironic because she is one of my alpha readers. So, oh my god, <laughs> scandalous! And so, what sweet with a ton of a link, yes. Uh, what, what with the oh man, she has a saucy little winky face, too. I like it. She oh does that's probably because she's my beta reader. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, this is Sienna. Oh, see, from Discord. Oh my god, don't. Don't put this name, but in, in my head, I've been reading her name as um, Cian. I think it's Sienna. It could be Cian. <laughs> but also, sometimes in my head, my brain just says Cayenne. Uh, Cayenne could be Cayenne. That's the joy of internet friends. You don't know, hear it all out. So, but yeah. So what do yeah. what what uh what do we look for in our alpha and beta readers? Um, um, I hmm. really want like a varied group. I need people who will be gentle with me. Um, and not tell me uh, that I need to rewrite something like immediately. Like I have to build up to that. I feel like that's what yeah. I'm learning. Um, but I really want a variety of people who like can be really nice, can be really tough, have different opinions on books, and like, um. I just want a really varied group. I want a large yeah. range. I think I'm the same. I I like I want honesty, but I want it in a way that's understanding of human fallacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. So like I want an honesty, but I also want people to understand that it's a whole process and sometimes what you're reading is not the person's best work it's just getting it out on the page at the time it's the work or like for me people are reading as i'm finishing so i'm not done yet 
So realizing that things are going to change or perhaps some things will be like way more fleshed out, you know, eventually. Obviously, a first draft is never the final copy, but just like an understanding of that, which all the alpha beta readers I've had have been very good about that. Um, and yeah, most like are as great much as you don't encouraging. want someone to tell yeah. you that an entire chapter needs to be written, like you need yeah. someone who will tell you if, like, yeah. honestly, this isn't working. Mm hmm. And I've had varied, like, some people make a lot of comments. Some people only comment once in a while. So, like, that doesn't really concern me. I like comments. I like all the comments. I want to know what everyone's thinking because I'm a narcissist and I want to know. But same. also because I want validation. <laughs> yeah, but at the same I time. love praise. Yeah. Yeah, I want, I, you know, it's like not even the praise. It's more of the like interacting with this thing that you've been like working so hard on. You know what I mean? Like that, it feels good. In whatever way, that nervous when occurs. someone asks like a clarification question, though. Yeah. I'm like, which well, is well, why we have them there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but I'm like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. Did I fuck something up? Um, <laughs> Don't ask me to clarify. <laughs> You're like, that's a great. There's been times that people have asked me questions that I'm like. Great question. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> or like, great question. You'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the difference. That's too, my favorite like, answer to give. Like, it's just not yeah. written yet. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like they'll ask the question, and you're like, "Well, I wanted you to have that question, so that's good. Like, it's coming. Answer is coming down the line. You know, like little Easter eggs or like starting some foreshadowing shit. So." I, yeah. my poor the people who read my whip they don't even get the surprise because like if I put an easter egg in I'll highlight it and add a comment and be like tie this back later in easter the book <laughs> well I have a little bit of that too like I'm actually reading through those 28 chapters and like highlighting shit I need to change I'm gonna highlighting shit I'm gonna take out so like they're reading stuff that's definitely changing but um, I have three that are that are currently reading and helping me out. Sienna has read like quite a bit of it already. Um, and then Lauren and Lori are, are helping me out too. So I'm very thankful for all you lovely people. And it's a lot of time. Sometimes I don't get to read my alphas that I agreed to read. And I feel really bad when that happens. But like the grace that everybody has with it is really nice too. So that's also what I look for. I'm totally understanding if you do it on your own time because it's something you're doing extra like for me as a kindness. So, yeah. Appreciate your beta and alpha readers because yeah. I, like, and don't I be desperately offended. need that. Yeah. yeah. And don't be offended if they don't have or haven't finished it or aren't reading it because more often than not, it has to do with just personal lives and work lives and a whole lot of other shit sometimes going on. it's just not the vibe i'm a huge mood reader yeah. i have to be in the mood to read something or i won't read it yeah. and it's not like that the writing's not good it's just not what i'm in the mood for right now yeah 100 i'm a huge mood we both are we're crazy mood readers that's why we can't stay on track to ever review a book on this podcast yeah <laughs> People come here for book <laughs> reviews, but not for the not, reviews we promised. Not for the review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. What's next? It's your turn, my love. Didn't I just No, it's one? my turn, my love. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. 
Uh, Nakia Books Capsule asks, if you could talk to your younger self, what book would you give her to read and why? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you I go love first. Yeah, she's so nice. Or it might yeah. be Nika. Nika. Probably that Nika. sounds right. Yeah. 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 She's sweet. sorry, Nika. <laughs> <laughs> My brain defaulted. <laughs> um, I would probably give her. Um. Maybe. These are both John Green books. But, uh, like, The Anthropocene Reviewed, because that book, it's a series of essays, and um, it kind I of restored it. my, it, like, I'm, it sounds really dramatic, but it kind of restored my faith in humanity a little bit of, like, things Aww. can be beautiful, uh, and they don't necessarily have to be, like, it's all about personal connection and what makes human beings humans even in their yeah. faults um the other one might also by john green might be turtles all the way down because that uh really takes a deep dive into like mental health and for a long time and it still is in alaska mental health was like super stigmatized and it's only within the last couple of years that i feel like it's mm -hmm. starting to be more accepted but it was like super stigmatized when i was growing up and it was yeah. not discussed so maybe that and maybe just for the like fantasy books that i love and the characters that i love um maybe the selection series mm -hmm. because that was like one of the first series that really fed into my whole vibe of like i love a good fairy tale you know and it, the main character who I can't even fucking, I can't even remember her name right now. America. Right. Yeah. America singer. Um, she's like this rough and tumble girl and she eventually spoiler alert becomes, but it's been out for a while. So yeah, uh, she eventually becomes queen. Um, and it's not because she's pretty or because she's well-bred or whatever. She did it like of her own volition and she was really like, uh, influential female character for me. So yeah, one of those three. Character. Yeah, yeah. This is a really hard question for me, um, because I did go through a chunk of life where I was like hardly reading, like from maybe like my like nineteen to twenty five where I hardly read a book that wasn't like for school or something. That is what we call the dark ages. The dark ages. There's no totally history during this time. Yeah. And then I went through a little period of time after that where I was reading books I thought I should be reading, like a lot of self help or like um nonfiction political like books. And then decided that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good I still will Sorry. read like a good like spiritual book like Ram Dass or something like that. I've but, read too many uh, or I've uh, learned too much about cults to trust those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I totally understand that. Um, but what if I they make probably... me lose my sparkle? Yeah. I mean, this doesn't really answer your question, but like. I would 100% give myself the Harry Potter books 
all over again every day, all day. I read all of them as a kid and I was like Harry Potter's age when I like started reading them and they like became popular. I was like that 10, 11 year old. So I like kind of feel like I grew up with those books, like as the characters grew up. So, and they have a lot of really good lessons. I cannot support the author anymore, which I think we've talked about on here, but um, the books themselves, I like have to separate from her only because they were so influential in like my life and like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, it's yeah. kind of weird because like I definitely have a bone to pick with like J.K. Rowling and mm-hmm. the Harry Potter series in general being like having a lot of issues, really transphobic, really like yeah. racist. And yeah, um, the books are not really. laughing because I think it's funny. I'm just a nervous laugher. Yeah. Um, or like I relieve tension with mm-hmm. jokes. But like as a child, it wasn't cool to read, but I read all the time because that was how I had friends. Yeah. And so like, yeah, I did like when Harry Potter became cool, that was like something yeah. I could be knowledgeable yeah. in the coolness. Yeah, yeah totally. And so I those books proud Ravenclaw. <laughs> I don't know what I am. I think I'm like I know I've taken the test, but it's I can't remember. Like probably Ravenclaw. Probably because you're there. (laughs) (laughs) I can see you being a Gryffindor. Uh, I feel like you have a hidden uh, fire. (laughs) That's true. I do have a hidden fire. That is apt that you just said that because it's there. Like, I Um, feel like you definitely, if someone pushed you, I could see mm -hmm. you having a temper. 100% have that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Not like beating the shit out of it. I mean, maybe. Maybe if we got some tequila in you, you'd beat the shit out of somebody. But like. uh, I probably would. I feel like you you kill more with words than with fists. I would lay down the words, and I have in the past. Yes, done that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my other book would be The Bean Trees, which I have sitting right here. Aw. By bean Barbara trees. Kingslaver. And if you like John Green, you would really like Barbara Kingslaver, because she's kind of in that realm of genre. Nice now. Yeah. Okay, so next question. So Liz can go sleepy time at some point in this, <laughs> in this day. Yeah. Um, oh, this is also from Nika. What was your biggest motivation to start writing your own book? Well, so I, it's always been like, even as a kid, I know it sounds so corny, but even as a kid, I always wanted to write a book. I thought that was so cool to be an author and to have like, because literature is one of the things that can last for hundreds of years. Yeah. And um, I just have always loved reading and literature. But and like in high school, I kind of dabbled in a bit. I was a I was a Wattpad author. <laughs> I'm super cool. All of those stories are privatized now. And you'll never they'll never see the light of day. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> um, Except for if I read them. But no, <laughs> no. <laughs> love you. No, <laughs> um, no one will see really this. want to. <laughs> You really don't. They're bad. Like, they are new. I can't even, like, describe them on this podcast. You'll have to get them out of me in Phoenix, and I'll have to be, we'll like, get you super drunk. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> get Liz drunk. Because my lips are sealed. I can't but, wait to get drunk together. Side note. Oh, God. Yeah. I am very affectionate when I'm drunk, and everyone has to know how I much love I love them. And... uh. 
everyone has to know that they are my best friend. But I've also only oh, been good. blackout that's drunk around weird. people I'm super comfortable with. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Um, well, we don't have to. Get I mean, I am super drunk, comfortable. But <laughs> well, we go big or go drunk. home. But <laughs> yeah. um, what was the question? How do we get drunk? Um, it, yeah. Um, well, biggest motivation. So I. <laughs> I don't know. It was just something that was always on my bucket list. But then yeah. I joined the Discord and I saw people were like actually publishing independently. And like I knew that was the thing you could do, but I didn't know how to do it. And then I was like, oh, yeah. it seems like I mean, it's still yeah. a whole process, but it seems yeah. like way easier than I initially thought. Um, And so I was like, I could publish independently. Like I wouldn't have to go to all these publishing mm -hmm. houses. Yeah. And I kind of got bullied into it by the Discord. Bullied in the most loving way. <laughs> um, and so that's how uh, Wab yep. was born. Good old Wab. That's yeah, I... It's a Wab. Um, <laughs> what I asked, book. Uh, what was the question? How was I motivated? Yeah, or what motivated, what motivated me? Um, so I have always kind of like wanted to write something and maybe have started random things like in the past but never really seriously like sat down and wrote down anything my sister is I call her a writer because she would never say that because she's like I've never finished anything but she's been working on a book series for like 10 years like and it's like crazy intricate with like a lot of different there's like eight different books in this like series and and that's why you take your time. Um, yeah, exactly. But she also has like a business and like, you know, is focusing on that. But she's working more seriously on hers. But anyway, the point of that was is like she's always been in kind of doing that in that world. So I've been talking to her about it. And then about partway through nursing school, almost it's been almost a year and a half ago. I was like in kind of a bad place of like Nursing school was, like, all I really had going on because it was all I could have going on. Like, it was consuming mm -hmm. me. Um, and I had to commute for school, so I was gone for part of the week from, like, my house and my friends and, like, my partner and all the things. So I'd be, like, at, at my little apartment that I stayed in and by myself either doing nursing or, like, sleeping. And I was like, I need something other than Netflix to like consume my time. So I had been thinking about this story for a while and just started writing it down. Um, and That's beautiful. here we are. What a story yeah. of triumph. You are <laughs> the female main character. Right. And it's just sort of expanded from there. And then I didn't really get serious about it. I had kept it quite the secret for a long time from like anybody in my life. And was never really thinking anything would come of it, that I would ever publish it. And then same thing. I found some people on Bookstagram, like Book Daddy, who were, Egg. you know, publishing independently. And I was like, oh, this is like a very real possibility and thing that I could do um, and do it the way I want to do it and tell the story that I want to tell versus like going through the publishing, traditional publishing route and kind of having to work through jump through all the hoops and situations there so yeah that's the short version <laughs> you amaze me <laughs> you amaze me 
<laughs> we're so brave. We're so brave. Brave little indie authors. Oh, yes. And now we're, I don't know, I'm almost 90,000 into WAB. What's your last word count? Ooh, You're over 100,000 already. Oh, easily. You blew past that a while ago. I want to say the Holy last time you told me, fuck. I want to say like 120. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah you you're right you're accurate my current word count, see i keep up with my friends and this is all of my notes and random shit too which there's a lot of backstory in my book so like it's not going in the book but i have a lot of it written 283 that or no wait Christ. oh god i'm looking at something different oh thank god <laughs> i was like i was like no way uh I must have cut some stuff because I have 99,797 words because I was at like 120 something, but I had some, I had some duplicate stuff and like rearranged some things. So like, that's probably how that went down, but I'm at like 100,000. As of like what I only have on Living Writer, which is like just solely chapters, I have 89,796 words. That's so awesome. Like, I should see, like, it's what I have, like, so fully far. written. Oh, I know. I My book's going to long. It's yeah. kind of, why we, we go big or we go home, all right? We do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we have two more questions. Okay. So, this one is from Elena. This is from the dot Lady Davis. Is anyone slash anything in your family named something bookish? I can answer that. No. I don't think so. Not on purpose. At least not intentionally. Yeah. Wow. We're boring with that question. We are. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Lena. (laughs) That was a really good question, too. I have a feeling future uh, animals will be definitely my favorite like book characters names down the line but um our dog is technically named i want to say it's hugan which is like norse but i always call him hubert and he's like his (laughs) full-time name is huey so he's i want to say that the norse name is hugan i could be wrong that could just be another name i've made up for him could be yeah i don't think so but Definitely in the future they will be. Okay, um, next question. Your turn. Um, Curly Book Girl asked, what thing, or blah, 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 blah. Curly Book Girl <laughs> asked, worst thing to be in a rom-com? I'm going to say something mm. controversial here. Okay, go ahead. You want to go Tell first me. or do you want me to go? No, 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 you can go. You can go. I'm curious. <laughs> I okay so like when I think rom-com I think it's like modern day the rules of society apply okay to a rom-com I'm glad we're establishing that beforehand yeah because <laughs> you know dark romance monster romance they're modern day but they're not the the rules of society don't always apply like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love you need to clarify Ronan in our community from the maid series and the rules of society do not apply to my love for him because if they did yeah. i would think he was a total predator Psycho. but anyway yeah yeah for rom-coms i think that the rules apply so i personally 
am not a fan of like the the hardcore your mind possessiveness in some rom-coms i know i told you it gonna be controversial that was spicy um, <laughs> my tongue got blown. <laughs> and i like that in other things i actually can appreciate it and i do and i like a little bit of it but some books take it a little too far if it were going by like modern day society standards if you don't view rom-coms that way that's fine. You do you. I'm not going to judge you if you like that because I understand it's a preference and I enjoy it at times a lot. Like I read it in your book and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. For <laughs> <Roman>. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, but uh, I don't do it a lot in my writing because it's not my style. But also I don't like very much the like, you can take it. Can you uh. take it? I feel like that's less rom-com and more. No, it's more other things. So that was a total I wish a podcast could see that uh, and just see free air thrusting (laughs) with a smile on her face that she says, can you take it? (laughs) Take it. And yeah. And also Um, this is like, and maybe this didn't answer like the question fully, but like maybe that's not the type of answer you're looking for, but if I could say in terms of, like, little things that rom-coms typically have, they always have, like, uh, a best friend or, like, a side character. And sometimes it's done really well, and sometimes it's just a character who is shouldn't even be in the book and is pointless. So that's what I was going to kind of latch on to. I was thinking yeah. rom-com movies. Um, mm-hmm. But this also applies in, like, book scenarios. Where yeah. I feel like it's always the best friend, and the best friend is always also the unrequited love. Like, I feel like in a rom maybe not so much, I don't read so much rom-coms, but I watch a lot of rom-coms. There's always an unrequited love. They always get the shit end of the stick and yeah. everything. Like, the person they uh, have affection for does not have the same affection for them. Yeah. And then, like, something always happens to them that just, like, makes everything shittier. Like, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. I know. I think it's interesting you don't read a lot of rom-coms. I don't either, but I've read like the I'm, big ones. Yeah, my escapism it. is in those big, like deep, soul-consuming moments. Rom-coms can sometimes hit a little close to home. Yeah, I, mean, I just I, yeah. maybe I just haven't read the right one. Well, and I think there's a time and a place because I'm with you. I like fantasy. That's my ultimate genre. But I can get down for, like, a night. If I'm going to stay up all night reading, I'll read, like, a rom-com. That's how I ended up reading, like, Spanish Love Deception, Love Hypothesis, The Kiss Quotient, which are, like, big popular rom-com books. Yeah. And controversial. Some people hate them and think they're stupid. But, like, I loved all three of them for what they were for me at the time, which was an escape and a really good book for, like, a night. And I loved the main characters. I think you would like the kiss quotient and I think we should read it and review it on here. I probably would. I think I'm just, I'm just one of those people who like I find the one thing that I like and I stick to it for the next uh, until I die. So like YA to fantasy to adult to adult fantasy was not a huge leap for me. I liked the kiss quotient because the in spoilers alert the it's not going to spoil the book. It's just telling you what the book's about, I guess. But the main character is on the spectrum and like with for like somewhere in like neurodivergent kind of spectrum which is different than a lot of main characters so she has like a lot of different personality traits that aren't common of like a rom-com booky main character 
And then the main character for the man is a uh like biracial Vietnamese uh male escort. Nice. Which is yeah, also not and they're normal. like roommates, like, aren't they? They're not roommates, but no. she um I think there is a book like that, yeah. She hires him because she thinks she's bad at sex and like bad at dating. So she hires him to like help her. Um, yeah, but it's really good. (laughs) And Michael is so fucking sexy in the book. (laughs) Okay, so I think we should round this out with how did we start our podcast and how did we meet? Because we've covered this before, but it never hurts to go over a tried and true tale. Right. We met on Discord. We met on Book Daddy's Discord. Both of us joined, we believe, on the same day, which is just fate. And I was strong-armed into being a friend of Liz because I'm not one who reaches out very much. But if and I, I am a cling on too, <laughs> I will reciprocate. I'm trying to get better about that because it's not fair to a lot of friendships. <laughs> but. <laughs> You're just a little hermit crab that needs to be tapped on the shell lightly and then drug out by force. Drug out. Which is funny because all my friends here say the same thing. So, um, you know, they just show up at my house and we have to hang out. That's how they get Mm -hmm. me to hang out. So, yeah, it works. Yeah. And then we started this podcast because I... I've been thinking about starting a podcast for a while. I won't get in, go into all the details on that, but um, and then I have listened to a few random bookish episodes of podcasts because my sister listens to a lot of them, and she'll send me like books that we both read, um, that have like funny episodes on a random show, you know, getting reviewed, um, and got to know Liz really well, and she's fucking hilarious, and even though she's gonna kind of, like deny this, um. She <laughs> is really like like likable, <laughs> like <laughs> she just like I don't know. We keep her around. <laughs> we keep her around because she's you know just easy to like. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm plus, funny so much as like I'm the side char- I'm like the side character no. in that '70s show for comedic relief. <laughs> I'm a what's no his way. name? Fuck, Fez. Fez. I'm the Fez, and like that's okay. <laughs> you are not the Fez. Oh my god. No. I fucking love, dude. I've been wanting to watch that '70s show again so bad, but it's on Amazon Prime, and it's like thirty bucks. Oh, yeah, I don't it's pay thirty bucks. No. If anyone knows where to pirate that '70s show, <laughs> right. hit me up. You I are mean, not the that's side a, character. That's for legally. Sure. For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really hope that, see, I can uh, eat Easter eggs. <laughs> totally. This is not uh, a side recorded. character. She's a main character. Oh, God. Every day, This main day. character is about to drop. I know. We're wrapping up here. But, uh, yeah, that's how we kind of, like, started the, the podcast. And then, also, Liz and I would talk on, like, FaceTime you know, and while we were writing and whatnot. And I was like, yeah. man, that these need to be recorded because there's some funny shit going on around. <laughs> Cause we just go on the most random side tangents and then we end up saying shit like just girly things. <laughs> like punk along. <laughs> Uncle Unk. 
<laughs> she punked me in the lung. She punked a lunk. She yeah. punked. You did that pronunciation hard. I couldn't do that. She punked a lunk. A lunk. <laughs> We're both way too tired for this. Okay. I was going to say, Liz is getting into like delirious phase. So. Yeah. So uh, next episode, yeah. uh, we swear to gods, will actually be a review of something. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to figure out. Well, yeah, and we'll Guild have, is coming we'll out, or the new Glow. Out. Glow is coming out Glow. from Raven Kennedy. I know, but I have to read the other ones, which I should Do it. I know. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Don't you have, so have like, like seven three days books off. going on? <laughs> I do, but I have like, I still have to finish Hellfire because um, we're going to have Murz on at some point. Um, and I have to, you know, fuck it. I'll read it. I'll read the first one. <laughs> We are terrible at getting our shit together. It comes out like three days. I really want you to read the Hidden Legacy books too. Um, that's like I'll add it to my, my TBR. List. I think they're quick and they're like easy reads, so that's good. That's good too. But we just we need to review so something. Great. We just we have do. to review anything. Read yeah. Ice Planet Barbarians. I finished that series. I finished uh, Ice Planet Barbarians and Ice Home. Should I read that or the first plated prisoner? Read the first plated prisoner. Okay. That's probably more up my alley, wouldn't you think? The yes. plated prisoner series? Yeah. Yes. yes. I mean, I probably would get down with Ice Planet Barbarians. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll go that route. <laughs> well, should I let you go to sleep? Uh, unfortunately, if yeah. I wasn't working, I'd say no. But since I, I work know, again right? at six o'clock tonight, and it's uh, nine thirty almost a.m. now. Do you work tomorrow night in the next? Yes. Week? Um, I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then I'm on call Saturday. But hopefully, okay. nobody calls in. Okay. If I'm around, we should just write, do a write a writing non-record. Yes, let's do a sprint. Sitch, if you want to, but yes. if you're busy, don't feel like you have to. I and I might be busy too. I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Except for work. God damn it. I don't want to go back today. <laughs> well, I love you. I love Sleep you too. well. Bye, Bree. Bye, Liz. Talk soon. <laughs>